0: Greetings, everyone. It is now time for Mark Safe. Tales of your very favorite and
1: most beloved man made disasters. On Mark Safe, we discuss events and details that some may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Please listen responsibly. And now, here with your hosts, Brianna and Melanie, this is Mark Safe. Hi, Brienne. Hi. I cut myself. What? That's why. That's why we're late getting started on this because I went downstairs to make a drink and cut myself.
0: Okay. Walk me through it. Well, what were you drinking? Or what are you well, drinking? Are you drinking? If
1: I say that, people are going to figure out that we recorded these two episodes backwards. <laughs> 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 but I guess it doesn't matter. Um, hey, it's like yeah. breaking the fourth wall yeah for anybody listening to the next episode after this you're gonna hear me complaining about wanting a daiquiri through the entire episode my husband failing to bring me one (laughs) um so i finally had to go make my own daiquiri and as i was reaching up into the cupboard for my beautiful marked safe tumbler again i'm here from the past future i don't know to tell you more on that next episode um I reached up to get my mark safe tumbler and the aluminum foil fell down out of the cupboard and the uh, like serrated cut it off edge, like slammed into the crease of my finger and my palm. Okay. So serrated. I've always found that such an
0: interesting word. I like it, but it is such a time warp. And this is so funny. Like I can't wait to like, listen back to this all wonka doodle. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's going to be weird. Um, so you serrated yeah. your finger, which finger? Uh, my, like, right ring finger. It's pretty deep. Oh, my gosh. But... You got Eric, I though. Have, yeah, I've got an RN on staff here. You know, here if Mark's he would have
0: made that drink, I better shut up.
1: Uh, yeah, because he's going to leave your burp in otherwise. I don't care. What if he... <laughs> so, what <laughs> he keep if... keep talking shit, he's going to leave in your burp from earlier. What if he
0: just, like, takes my burp and he, like... I don't know how editing works, but can you like cut out the burp and then like somewhere randomly in the episode
1: he like just inserts my burp? I bet he could put it a lot of somewheres.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: I hope he, he does can, like, that. You burp at the end of every sentence. We need to be nicer to our audio guy. I know. He's looking at me very meaningfully. So, what do you got? Are you are you drinking? Yeah. Uh,
0: well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Remember fourth wall. You-
1: oh yeah yeah the the people in the future will know that you have a drive-thru daiquiri (laughs) uh listeners are you drinking they listeners cheers (laughs) listen okay i had concerns when i was researching this episode because i realized that it was a little grislier than what i have typically done i think it's Gonna be the most grisly. Yeah, I mean, the incident with the funny hop was gnarly at parts, but this one wins. Uh, I had to do a lot of balancing as far as what to include and what not to include, but I have included palate cleansers. Well, that's good. I mean, we are... You're gonna need them. We're horrible ghouls, so give it to us. I... I... I don't know if we're horrible enough for this shit, but (laughs) sure. So we are going to open this up with a case that is, in the words of the great Olivia Benson, especially heinous. (laughs) Mm, It's rough. This is, there's two in here that are just, I mean, as bad as the story can really be. And I decided to just lift off with one of them from the start. I love that you're taking no prisoners and you're just gonna, let's fucking do it. No, listen, I don't want to bait and switch and have somebody get 30 minutes into this and then be like, oh my god, no. So listen, this story is your litmus test. If you can't handle this, I get it. I'm not sure if I can handle it. So you can leave and go drink a daiquiri and later we'll give you the Cliff's Notes if you ask us. But don't cut your finger. Please don't. No. Make your husband get you a daiquiri. This is going to be a beef that spans two episodes. Anyway, so... James Chenault. I'm not sure about the pronunciation, but that is the pronunciation I'm least concerned about in this entire thing. (laughs) (laughs) More on that later. I spent a little too much time in Japan for someone who does not know how to pronounce Japanese names. And I thought YouTube will have me. It didn't. Wait, you were in Japan? Well, not in real Japan. I was in Japan in these stories. Can we? The first time we meet, can we meet in Japan? No, because you want to meet on a roller coaster. and I know too much about Japanese roller coasters.
0: What if I just said,
1: I want to meet in Japan? Anywhere in Japan? Well, you already have some theories about meeting, so I think we would have to meet on a roller coaster riding through a haunted house in Japan, and I don't know about that. I was thinking karaoke, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hell. All right, do it. He was a 55-year-old Vietnam War veteran. He'd worked as a welfare clerk at the Kingsbridge Welfare Center in Bronx, and he had worked there for 20 years. It was January of 1995, and he was headed to work. He entered the building at 9 a.m. and boarded an elevator along with four other people, all women. And the elevator was known for having issues, and there was actually a repairman already in the building to fix it, which... Takes me back to the welder's welding while you're on the roller coaster thing. Right. <laughs> Not in a good way. So as the elevator rose to the second floor, it felt like it was rising a little too fast. Yeah. and Gravity's it a was all... bitch, so nothing yeah. should be
0: going feeling faster no. when you're going
1: up. Nope, 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 nope. And it was screeching as it rose. Eh. I have actual nightmares all the time about... Being in an elevator that's just, like, shooting to the top of somewhere really high. I, for some reason, I don't have eleva- dreams about elevators falling. Maybe I will after this. I have dreams about elevators going up. Although, maybe I won't, because it actually seems like going up is as much of a problem as going down. No,
0: that's scarier. Like,
1: ugh. Ugh. <laughs> really? Oh, you don't... You want to save that sound effect, because you don't even know oh. about this episode. Okay. So it's going to the second floor and it feels to the five people on board like it's going a little too fast. And as it rises, it's screeching, which holy shit. But when the elevator stopped, the doors opened and they realized that the car had stopped just a little bit above the second floor. Not a big deal. Hmm. It seems like it was probably a foot or two off as far as where it should have been. Wait, a foot or two? (laughs) Yeah, I say this with the horrific world weariness of someone who knows the rest of the story that sounds like nothing <laughs> okay so it ends up a bit above the second floor but it's not a huge deal because james is a vietnam veteran he could handle shit his first priority was getting the women aboard off the elevator one of them was pregnant so oh, i love position yeah he sounds like a gentleman so he positioned himself with one leg in the elevator and one leg on the second floor holding the door open with his back mm-hmm and began helping people exit one woman was helped to safety and then there were three passengers left to get out and they'd be home free i hope it was the pregnant woman who got out but i don't actually know but okay guys hit forward 15 or whatever like four times if you don't have the stomach for this so that is when the elevator shot upwards James's body fell into the lobby of the second floor and his head fell onto the floor of the elevator at the feet of the three remaining passengers as the elevator continued to rocket up seven more floors. Oh, (laughs) and I am quoting that poor, poor woman when she says, I can't get it out of my mind. The head was there, but the body wasn't. He still had the walkman on his head. He
0: had a fucking walkman on his head.
1: Yeah. Oh, Brian. He was listening to some jams on his way to work. Okay, okay. Yeah. I need. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I need. I have a
0: palate cleanser. No, wait, wait. I'm not done with this one.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Okay, I'm thinking from James. What? Man, this is in such bad taste. I really want to know what he was listening to.
1: Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. I don't think that's in that bad taste the thing i was thinking that's probably in bad taste is like genuinely would you rather be james or the passengers i'm gonna go with james personally honestly
0: james went out fast but gosh i mean the
1: passengers live they were fine but they they'll never get that out of their minds i
0: don't know i'm just thinking walkman that's a long time ago Mm -hmm, it's a tape yeah it's a tape fast forward you rewind right You're not skipping songs. So sometimes you get stuck with some shit you normally wouldn't want to listen. So unless it's a mixtape
1: that some badass boy or girl made for you. (laughs) Oh, I hope he died listening to something good, not something he would have skipped if it had been 2020. Okay,
0: so can my... Okay, in my head, James is listening to a badass mixtape from his love. It's 55, but I guess you can still get it. I appreciate that. All right. Give me that palate cleanser. I need it.
1: Yeah, I think we all need it. So, did you know that when otters fall asleep, they hold hands so they stay together while they're sleeping? Oh, that's so
0: sweet.
1: I know. They also hold hands other times, and when they go to sleep, like their whole little otter families go to sleep, they wrap seaweed around their whole family so they don't drift apart.
0: That is, like, the sweetest thing ever. Do you know? Also? Do you, mm-hmm. When I go to sleep with Cody. Oh, my God. I shouldn't say this. Never mind. Oh, but you're going to. No, 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 no. It's too late. No, I can't. No. It's... Say it. Well, it's like. he's Is it dirty? Um, I mean, depending on the day. <gasps> I don't know. Like someone. There's different levels you could take this. People might find it gross. People might find it weird. But my people, Cody, is probably not going to like me to say this all. <laughs> loud but i'm gonna do it we do this thing it's called holding feet oh and uh it's kind of our thing and when we go to sleep because normally we have like the kids they crawl in bed between us you know Mm -hmm. and you know so we don't get to like spoon like normal couples do so we reach our legs out and we touch feet and we call it holding feet like holding hands
1: He's going to kill you. And that is so sweet. And that's even better than the otters. You guys are like otters. (laughs) You need to wrap seaweed around all of you. Oh,
0: I hope he never listens to this. Does he listen to this? Um, he does. Sometimes. I won't
1: be offended if he doesn't.
0: Well, no, he does. But it's like, it's less and less because you know he's so busy and he has to hear my voice all the time i don't know how eric does it to be honest with you
1: he has to hear both of our voices in excruciating detail
0: yeah and asking cody to listen to an episode after i've explained (laughs) to him my research your research what it did i'm like oh my gosh this this is what we talked about in the episode and then it's like you already heard the punchline, so why are you listening to it?
1: See, I don't tell Eric a word. He hears things pretty much cold when he edits. Oh my gosh! That's... He barely even knows my topic ahead of time. Oh no, I, I have to spill the guts
0: immediately. It's like mm-hmm. Christmas presents—like you are probably going to know what it is before you open it.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm really bad about that. Hey, guess what? What a group of otters is called a romp. <laughs> The- oh, wow. they have very dexterous hands and they can even play basketball no Mm-hmm. shut up no yep yeah they can i saw a video and they use tools and they'll even carry their favorite rock around under their arm for cracking open shellfish but they're such playful little rascals they'll play with their special rock too
0: okay so you like otters
1: uh there are other animals in future parts of the story, but I do like otters. No, you think Why? they're are you cute? going to ruin otters for me?
0: No, it's just, so otters can eat shellfish and you're not sending them some mean ass emoji judging them for what they're putting in their mouth. But, I mean, am I below otters in this totem no, pole?
1: you're not below otters. Do you know what? What? My, oh no, this is another thing I told people about from the future episode. We're gonna cover that later i i'm I'm getting caught up in a time warp it here is. we. I can't do this what wrong, it's crazy, yeah, we're gonna have to record some weird way so I can stop being Marty McFly here, okay, your palette cleanser is over. It's as clean as it's gonna get. actually, maybe that's not all the palette cleanser you got. Just look at group chat and see what the audio guy just sent us. okay, hold on, what the fuck is this? Let me tell you the name like the It's called a URL, right? That never sounds right. The URL is vox.com slash platform blah blah otters otters-rape-baby-seals-monsters-bad. Okay. (laughs) And the title is The Case Against Otters, Necrophiliac Serial Killing Fur Monsters of the Sea. They rape baby seals and hold each other's pups hostage for food. What the fuck? Listen. I'm not, I'm not getting into this. I'm not engaging with this. This, this just, it just encourages him.
0: Why is he pissing on my palate cleanser? What?
1: Okay. I'm back to tell you some other stuff. Let's do it. Okay. We're, we're going back to 1995 and out of this otter smear campaign. Let's do it. So in 1995, the universe was like, what if we took almost every kind of disaster that exists, rolled them up in a ball, and made one horrific Franken-disaster?
0: Wait, are you making all my dreams come true right now?
1: I hope these aren't your dreams, No, really. like... Wait till you get to the end of this to say that. My
0: bad dreams.
1: Okay, yeah, probably all your bad dreams. This is a bad dream I wouldn't have even thought to have. All right. So this is in South Africa, which had notoriously deep and dangerous gold mines. Hmm. Almost all the world's deepest mines are in South Africa and almost all the world's deepest mines are mining gold. And in the 84 years before this accident happens, just for a little historical context, 69,000 mostly black mine workers had been killed in industrial accidents and labor unions had been pushing for safer working conditions and wages for a long time. Oh, you know me.
0: Mine disasters. I like. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm hooked. You seem to like, like, shit you should call OSHA about, too.
0: Oh, shit! Guess what? What? Um, yeah. I know an OSHA lady. Hi, Kelsey! Shut up. Nope. She said, I got it. So, yeah, we gotta hit this one up. Oh, my God. I don't know how I missed that.
1: We got to put OSHA on the, the Mark safe bingo card.
0: It is on there. That's how I found out. <sighs> oh, is it? Oh, yeah, it is. Like, I forgot. duh, Melanie. I'm like, oh, how did I miss <laughs> it? All right. So mining disasters. Okay.
1: Uh, so these gold mines, they had elevators that went way down into the gold mines, but it's not what you're picturing when you're picturing an elevator at all. These were massive two-story elevators that could hold about 100 people. Whoa. Two-story elevators. I couldn't actually find a picture of a functioning one um i I didn't look that hard maybe they're out there that sounds like some indiana jones shit yeah it really does so on may 10th over 100 men boarded an elevator to exit the mine at the end of their shifts and i'm pretty sure they were getting off night shift and as the elevator rose out of the gold mine an underground trains let's wait 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 two words sink in for a minute
0: mines elevators Underground train. Underground train. You are in my brain. You are giving me
1: the worst dreams ever. Okay,
0: proceed. Mm.
1: Yeah, well, wait till we get to the last one in this. So, an underground train's cable snapped as it crossed above a vertical elevator shaft. (gasps) Which, oh my god, just oh my god. First, let's talk about the entirety of the shaft. Don't start. You... It was about <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't start. No. Come on. How we <laughs> talked about this before? Shaft is such a funny word. The entirety of the shaft, Melanie. It was seven thousand feet deep. It's out
0: seven thousand foot shaft.
1: <laughs> okay. Be serious. I'm trying. I'm trying. You, you are lowering the <laughs> professionalism of this podcast, Melanie.
0: I'm sorry. I'm a child.
1: I'm a child. <laughs> okay. So yeah, seven thousand feet. That is a number that's hard to even conceptualize. Think about this. That is almost eight Titanic stacked end to end. That's a huge shaft. It <laughs> was a huge shaft. It is five and a half Empire State buildings. That's a massive shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie, I'm calling HR. That's 646 stories. This is not even funny. This is a horrible story. Melanie. <laughs> it's hard it to is, wrap your mind around you just shit say that it's big. hard. Oh, no.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, you know how. God bless it. I can't stop.
1: Melanie, Aunt Veda's is listening. <laughs> Pull yourself together. Okay. Hi, Aunt Beta. I'm sorry. This is not on me. This is on (laughs) Melanie. This is on you. Okay. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Alright, go. Get your mind out of the shaft. (laughs) Anyway. The part of the shaft that we're actually talking about here that matters is the distance between where the underground train was actually crossing and (laughs) the cable snapped... And shut up! And where the elevator was when it happened, which is not the full seven thousand foot shaft. I'm sorry, it's never happened to me. Oh, really? I doubt that severely. Okay. how do you stop? Oh, I, I could drink. Take a deep breath and count to four. God bless it. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Okay. That didn't even help you. I'm good. I promise. Okay. I'm sorry. So the <laughs> no, you're not. So the distance between where the underground train started falling through the elevator. Uh, what do you want me to call it? <laughs> Hole? <laughs> no. <laughs> 1,500 feet, Melanie. Okay. That's a lot of feet. That's the height of the Empire State Building. That's 138 stories. Okay, I'm done. I'm- the World Train to Center had 94 stories. That's a shit ton of stories. Okay, so this is the horrible part. This will sober you up. So the underground train drove into a place that was supposed to be closed to that kind of traffic. And the driver jumped off as it happened. Oh. The cable snapped above the elevator shaft. Keep yourself together. And the 12 tons of train car hurtled down and into the elevator shaft, severing the cables, suspending the elevator full of men trying to go home to their families.
0: Oh, shit. So that's like...
1: (sighs) Oh, damn. It's a bad deal. The elevator plunged 1,650 feet, hitting the bottom of the shaft immediately before the train hit the top of the elevator, crushing the men holy so now we have a train derailment on top of everything else on top of an elevator like that's some sharknado bullshit it is sharknado bullshit there were supposed to be steel safety blocks to stop the train's fall but they were simply not there the train shouldn't have even been been able to do what it did like go where it went if it was being driven correctly but the driver survived he was hospitalized for shock and heavily sedated so it was hard to, you know, get anyone in to talk to him. But it does seem like he jumped out of the train just before it, it fell down. Wow! There were immediately rumors that the accident was somehow sabotaged, which I'm really curious about, but couldn't find much about what kind of sabotage. But Unless you know, it's I'm,
0: like a pissed off employee or something.
1: I guess. But like I'm reading 24 year old South African newspapers here. I, I mean, I don't know i think it might have been like with a competitor company i don't know i i couldn't find oh, much light. about that yeah i wish i could find more about that so right out of the gate there was very little hope of recovering anyone alive and that did turn out to be true there were no survivors um a mine worker union president was quoted saying and this this is gnarly you might want to skip if we need to skip A mine worker union president was quoted as saying, Pieces of flesh were scattered all over the floor as the two-foot mining carriage was crushed into a one-floor tin box. Uh, Wow. Mm -hmm. In order to reach the wreckage, first responders had to walk two miles underground once they were there in parallel shaft. Once they were there, they could access the destroyed train, which was resting on top of the unrecognizably destroyed elevator. It was described by a rescuer as just a heap of mangled steel with the lower floor of the elevator compacted to only 18 inches high, Oh which presumably was enough for, you know, like 50 men to stand in before. And the bottom of the pit, they said, was filled with blood and water. Oh, my God. God. Like, imagine for one second, not not that this is the important thing here at all, but somebody had to do it. Imagine just having to clear that all out of a 7,000-foot elevator shaft. Yeah. Not even just the people, but, like, the train, all of it.
0: That's super depressing.
1: Yeah, it's awful. So, yeah, I can't imagine that. Initially, 13 badly mangled bodies were recovered, and later they were able to recover six more that had been thrown from the elevators. So they're probably at least a little easier to recover.
0: I'm like, it'd be super curious to find out like the rescue efforts on that.
1: Mm. I I mean, there was pretty much no hope from the get go. But right.
0: No, I mean, as far as like, you know, like evidence and preserving it and oh, getting God. it up from there. I don't know. That's that would be interesting yeah. to be a flat on the wall with that one. Yeah.
1: So after two days, 56 bodies had been removed from the top level of the elevator, and there was no hope for the much more severely damaged bottom level. Like, the top had been cleared, but the bottom was 18 inches high. Like, it was not great. And identification was super slow as the days went on. Decomposition started to complicate things. Partially, I mean, there were sweltering conditions in the mine.
0: Oh, I imagine...
1: Yeah, and 15 years before the accident, an elevator cable had snapped in the same shaft, killing 31 people. What the fuck? 13 people had already been killed, not like all at once, at the mine in 1995, and it was only five months into the year.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Ultimately, 104 lives were lost in the Val Reefs elevator disaster, leaving behind 69 widows and 152 children, with the sole survivor being the driver of the train.
0: That breaks my goddamn heart.
1: But you know what doesn't?
0: What? Otters? The fact
1: that elephants suck their trunks for comfort.
0: Brianne, Mm -hmm. I feel like you curated this just for me. Who
1: the fuck else do you think I curated it for?
0: Well, maybe our thousands of listeners. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) It was for you. Yeah, them too. That's true. Um, Mom elephants can sometimes induce labor by eating certain plants when they're ready to have their baby. Aren't they pregnant for like two years
0: Yeah, a long fucking time. I think I looked this up, like, during my first pregnancy and was like, you better stop complaining. But I still Mm -hmm. complained.
1: Yeah, well, even mom elephants are over an ill-induced labor. They also know, mom elephants know that you can't pour from an empty cup. And they will appoint babysitters so they can go eat enough themselves to feed and care for their babies. We gotta take better
0: care of moms.
1: Yeah, and elephants. Well, also, elf
0: Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, 100%. Elephants get sunburned, but they know to put sand on it to protect themselves from it. And when the babies sleep, the moms stand over them and block the sun, like with their body and their ears, and pour sand over them to keep them cool while they're sleeping. Oh. Aren't you glad I put palate cleansers in this? You're my hero. <laughs> Are you ready for the next one?
0: Yes. The next one I, I, wait, is the wait, 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 wait! I promise to pull it together. I'm very sorry about my... I
1: don't think left. there's a lot of the word shaft in this one. And this one, this one's so horrific, even you won't... Is the audio guy sending us more... He's sending us more animal shit talking. Really? Yes. No. He knows better. 18 reasons foxes are the most adorable creatures in existence.
0: Okay, so I don't even know, like, how much our horrible ghouls even know about this. Because he is our sound guy. And I think he might, like, have a track record of editing out the fox comments I make.
1: (sighs) That's for you, too. (laughs) No. I, I can't get involved in that conspiracy.
0: No, because... Well, it's not a conspiracy. He asks for us to apologize about me shaming him over Fox stickers, which I wasn't shaming. I love them. (laughs) Always. I'm shaming.
1: But no. See. He sends stickers for
0: everything. 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 No. You're not going to bully me into
1: this Fox loving shit either. (laughs) It's not happening. We'll see if this makes it to the podcast or if you are censored Uh, by the tyrant that edits us. Well, come talk to me, Eric, about penguins and armadillos. Ooh, you guys are all messed up. It's raccoons. Anyway, moving on. So the next one is the one that I messaged you. Do you remember? And I was like, oh, my God, is this too gory? Should I even include this?
0: Yes. And... You did the sweetest, most romantic thing ever. What did I do? Well, do you remember? Like, didn't... Is this... This is the one, right? Where you asked your husband for a favor?
1: (gasps) Oh, well, it was this one and the first one with the Walkman. Yes. Both of these... Okay.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Can I... I don't know why I just get around my head. Do you think... Eric would accept my apology if I was like, hey, you're a fox.
1: I think he would just think you were hitting on him.
0: Oh, no, I don't want to do that.
1: I mean, he's pretty cute. I would understand. Uh, Yeah, I asked him for this. Okay. Okay. I have, uh, I think I have the uh, conversation th- still. There's some other podcast. I don't remember what it is. I think it's My Favorite Murder where they're afraid to say what their like phobias are cuz they're afraid someone's going to mail it to them in a box. <laughs> really? I don't remember what it is. I don't think is. it's I, MFM. It has to be something I, else. Mm, dude, I think it is, but we'll see. I don't know cuz um, Sinisterhood
0: like didn't they sent them a Ouija board like right off the no. get.
1: I feel like this was like a Georgia anxiety thing, or I don't know. I don't know. There's some podcasts where they're afraid to say what their phobias are because they're afraid that people are going to mail it to them in a box or something. And I suddenly relate to that. Um, and I'm afraid to say this, but I feel like given the nature of our podcast, that's going to come out eventually that I am mortally terrified of decapitation. Like, it's true. I, I can't. I can't deal <laughs> so
0: you have to ask for help sometimes and it's okay yes
1: and i i well now i've spoiled the end of this one but i had to research two episodes that had really just i mean is there any kind of decapitation that's not gory no but exceptionally gory decapitations and i like it's something i'm so afraid of i seriously can't even like scroll past it and google images and google images is a it's a wild place to be it's terrible so I made him look up these 2K1 and case- well, make him. I asked him nicely and he nicely said yes. Um no, I nicely asked him to look up these two cases for me so that he could make sure there wasn't a picture in the world that I could stumble upon before I went looking. And uh he he did that for me. <laughs>
0: I feel like you're doing a disservice to this okay. just cuz I pulled up like the conversation. Okay, i the go on. You know, I like receipts. Brianne, how do you feel about beheadings? Eric, <laughs> they happen. Brianne, but how would you feel about Googling a case to make sure there's no pictures before I Google it? Eric, I feel fine. Brianne, you might see a head. I mean, I doubt it, but
1: you might. Eric, I don't give a shit. I'll look at a head. <laughs> yeah my husband's a prison rn (laughs) so didn't mean to yeah call out your personal stuff but well sometimes i I think yeah, i think given the footholding it's fair so yeah he did look it up and he didn't find it but when i went to google one of them i did find something else that i wish i'd never seen so yeah i asked you if you even thought i should include this so for the record All you people out there, she voted yes. So this is not all on me.
0: No, I did. I I wasn't going to veto this
1: one. Sorry. Okay. So if you're not up for it, like I I was barely up for it. It's a little worse than the first story with the Walkman, the James Chenault story. Just skip ahead until you hear me talking about goats for the second episode in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... This okay. Japanese names here. I I don't know anything about Japanese pronunciation. I thought that Google would have my back, or maybe YouTube. It has never failed me for name pronunciations before, but it had nothing. It's on
0: this. it's a different boat with Japanese names for sure. Because it's yeah. I don't know. For me, it's an art. Like so.
1: I I mean, it's an art that I don't know anything about. So this guy's name was. I'm sorry, it was Hitachi, and I think that I'm reasonably right about the Hitachi. Hitachi Christopher, did you just Kato? Maybe did you just say Christopher? (laughs) No, I'm gonna say Hitachi. I'm I'm pretty comfortable with that. Okay. So he was a 35-year-old surgery resident. He wanted to be a missionary and everybody in his residency cohort loved him. He was a very popular, nice guy. It was 2003. He was doing his residency at a Texas hospital and on this morning he was standing in the second floor lobby. Okay? One of the elevators number 14 had had an out of service sign posted for most of the week and a physician's assistant named Karen had been taking the steps during the elevator's defunct period, but today the sign was gone. Oh, Karen! Oh, yes, yes. Well, let's not blame Karen, but yes. Speaking of Karen, I, I obviously have not been a podcaster for very long because I'm just now mentioning the fact that this whole episode exists because our first Patreon subscriber, Karen said that her dad had a story about falling down an elevator shaft and they decided to do an elevator themed episode in her honor and her dad's honor. I I believe he survived. I hope he survived.
0: Um, So we're putting it out there.
1: Yeah. There's some badass caring. Yes. You would not
0: have this episode without this badass caring.
1: Yes. She is lovely. Um, I've known her for Gosh, I don't even know. I knew her from Dog Rescue. Um, She is a lovely lady.
0: I wonder what her take on the whole Karen thing is.
1: I think I just saw a post like five minutes ago that she's pretty over it. (laughs) She's not, though. She's lovely. She's not. She's Karen, but she's not a Karen. Um, So, Karen, this episode is for you. We love you. Thank you. We do. Thank you. And we're like Pinocchio. We're real podcasters now. So at and karen had been taking the stairs uh today the the defunct sign was gone so she didn't want to take the stairs anymore decided to go ahead and take the elevator so she pressed the button for the elevator waited these elevators were notoriously slow in fact 10 years earlier the hospital had faced two lawsuits that said the elevators were dangerous and defective and that they lacked appropriate maintenance 10 years earlier nothing changed The elevator dinged and number 14 arrived. Karen and Hitoshi both headed into the elevator. Karen stepped in first and pushed the button for the sixth floor. This is where it gets bad. It was a double white elevator with wood paneled walls. And Hitoshi asked, is it working today? And Karen said, I hope so. And Hitoshi began to step into the elevator car. Hmm. As he did, the door slammed closed, pinning him. Typically, a safety mechanism would make them reopen, which is why people can, like, hold the door, even if it's already closing. And I've always been terrified of this exact scenario, like, since childhood. I would run, literally run over the crack between the elevator and outside it. And if the doors had been open for too long, I would just wait for the next elevator, even if there was, like, only one other person on it. Because I was afraid they would shut as I was stepping on it. Right. My lizard brain knew. It knew. So, unfortunately, that safety mechanism failed. And, okay, this is where it gets really bad. With Hitoshi still caught between the elevator doors, Mm. the car started to rise with no hesitation, according to Karen. She watched in horror from inside the elevator... Abandon hope, all ye who enter here. This is your last chance to skip ahead to the goats. Not you, Melanie. You're the one who said to include it. You have to listen. I know. As he struggled to get free of the door, he almost succeeded, but not in time. The elevator continued to rise, forcing Hitoshi's head into the ceiling and slicing off the top half of it.
0: That was a lot more gentle than what you presented it to me.
1: Yes, I am leaving out some seriously, seriously grisly details here, but let's just say that it cut it about mouth level, like I- top teeth, bottom teeth separated, but I'm I'm leaving out a lot. It, it seemed gratuitous. As with James's body, his body fell down the elevator shaft and his head fell into the elevator for the duration of Karen's ride from hell. Mm. Poor fucking Karen. The elevator rose for three more floors before stopping, leaving Karen trapped with the head for an hour before rescuers could get her out. So
0: three floors, like I just think about every time I'm in an elevator, one floor always seems to take forever.
1: Yeah, you can never feel that way again. But can you imagine? But if nobody's fucking head is on the floor of the elevator with you, you need to just chill.
0: Fucking relax. Stop pushing buttons.
1: Smile at your
0: elevator occupant neighbors. Relax.
1: Mm-hmm. Be grateful for heads attached. hmm So, an hour. An hour. And she didn't even have, like, another person in there with her, like, to help her cope or talk through it or anything. Distract her. It was just her and Hitoshi's head. And she said, "I just keep seeing the look in his eyes." So the investigation report in the elevator revealed that it was an absolute mess with too many issues and code violations to even list. Like it was sandblaster level jacked up. The autopsy—I don't like this part. The autopsy revealed that Hitoshi was legally drunk, and oh, I'm gonna say fuck. Yeah, oh. I'm not saying it's chill, especially for a doctor, but like. I don't really think it needed to be public knowledge. It had literally nothing to do with what happened. Right. It's it's an unfortunate aside. And like I'm not justifying that, but like shut up.
0: Yeah, that's
1: so get out your MarkSafe bingo cards and go ahead and check off victim blaming on that mm-hmm. one. And I mean it became a thing. Like after a certain point, every article turned into this like ethical debate on doctors and drinking because oh, most like-
0: hospitals drunk doctor decapitated uh-huh. in an elevator yeah, it,
1: but then it would turn into like a whole think piece about how there's not necessarily a set limit as to how much you know alcohol a doctor can have in his blood and it has to do with you know whether he could effectively treat his patients and they don't know for sure if it was the beginning or an end of his shift it's and, like like jump off the it, fucking it becomes yeah like 90 percent of the articles
0: yeah jump off the like elevator disaster like get your own fucking story Mm -hmm. don't attach it to somebody's loss
1: yeah like just and and i mean i i would get it if it was like one of those you know roller coaster stories where half the people are like i saw her stand up on the roller coaster and other people are like no and then it turns out they were drunk and it's kind of like well if
0: he caused an issue yeah yeah and i understand that like if there's debate
1: about whether Maybe it was recklessness on their part, and then maybe you find out they were drunk. That kind of adds to it, but he didn't do anything, like at all. It has nothing to do with this. It's just, it, it's, it's just redirecting, and it pisses me off.
0: Deflect, deflect, deflect. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So Hitoshi's family sued the elevator manufacturer, and they did win a settlement. Karen also sued for personal injury as a result of PTSD, and said that she was barely able to keep working and totally unable to use elevators which yeah
0: well duh like she still had to work there yeah
1: uh-huh
0: what a brave fucking woman karens yeah the nice karens the karens we love Mm Hmm. i salute you
1: (laughs) so do you like goats all right (laughs) like what the fuck are you like can we change the name of this podcast to mark safe and goats Does that need to be on the bingo board? Because two episodes in a row feels like a lot of goats.
0: I I love goats. Um,
1: Well, would you love them more if you knew that they had accents that they pick up from one another?
0: Okay. Can I just remind you? I ate goats on my wedding day.
1: Well, maybe. So are you? I mean, listen, if you feel bad about that, that's between you and the Lord.
0: Okay. So can I tell you something? Mm -hmm. And then we'll get back to your goat facts. Mm -hmm. So two things. Your husband sending why fox are the cutest things ever. I just sent 22 (laughs) reasons why penguins are hands down the best animals on earth. So, boom on you. Oh,
1: it's an animal war.
0: And second of all, in that episode, remember, I was like, I have friends, like the animal friends, and I will hear. Yes. So, Aaron, I'm shouting you out right now.
1: Oh, did you get dirty emails about it? Well, not dirty.
0: No. Angry. No, um I had a, I called my friend, my animal friend, and uh she was super receptive and she actually loved the episode. Oh, not so
1: much like all the other stuff, but um thank- I almost titled that episode The Horse Dies, but then I was like literally no one's going to listen to this. I'm just
0: glad that um like she knows me well enough, you know, my massively animal loving friend who is super awesome is still listening to the podcast even after that. So, well, what what did you say her name was? Her name's Erin. So, I think she okay. actually might really love this cuz there's a lot of adorable animal stuff where people don't eat them. So,
1: let's yes, and I've got a few more things for you, Erin. All right. So, let's talk about goats. Okay. So, goats have accents. They don't have upper teeth which i realized when i wrote it down felt like the worst tie-in to the last story fathomable but it's not so let's just keep moving their freaky eyes are so that they have extended peripheral vision Ooh, and can yeah and they can spot predators and maybe some people are going to be a little freaked out and just stay away maybe me i like goats but their eyes do weird me out <laughs> Also, there's a legend in Ethiopia, I love this, that says that goats discovered coffee when the goat herders noticed the goats getting zoomies after they ate coffee berries. Did you just say zoomies? Mm-hmm. And you know exactly what I mean, don't you? I do. I love that. I want to have the zoomies. Go get them. No, wait, wait till we're done recording. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's all you've got. Now, we're. this is the last one. This... God, I hope everyone's drinking. Do you have a palate cleanser after this? Uh, kinda, yeah. I did my best. Okay. I I was tired after this one. (laughs) Not, like, tired because it was late, just tired of reading my head's in elevators. Oh, I imagine. (laughs) So, in 2006, a, I'm sorry, Japanese high school student, whose name I know how to pronounce even less, um, named, phonetically, it's, like, Hirosuki, I'm sure it's not that, Hirosuke Ichikawa? Oh, sure. Was exiting an elevator in his apartment complex. He had his bike with him and he was walking out backwards to get his bike out. This shit is the reason I've always been terrified of elevators because just anything can happen. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Anytime. They don't care. Things can go wrong with no warning.
0: Well, they're technically a robot, and I mean, let's face it robots, technology. Humans yeah. are going
1: to be non-existent one day. This epi- this story, is not as long or horrific. I mean, it's horrific. It's horrific as fuck to his family, but it's not as gory. Is a much better word as the other one, right? Because man, I was I was losing my stomach for it by the time I got to this one. Um. So the elevator shot up the elevator shaft with him again. We're out. going up. Uh, yeah, dude. They're always going up. I swear to God, that's a bigger problem than going down.
0: Why? Someone, I think
1: it has to do with the counterweights.
0: Oh my gosh, someone please tell me. This is so scary. I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight.
1: Nope. Uh, the elevator malfunctioned, it suddenly shot up the elevator shaft with him halfway out of it, and the door is wide open. He was pinned against the door frame and died by asphyxiation. And he was 16, and I hate that.
0: Yeah, that sucks. Really, so this is
1: spooky. The elevator's power was disconnected so that it couldn't do anything else horrific while the first responders removed his body, but it still somehow rocketed to the top story of the elevator shaft, even with the power off.
0: Wait, 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 wait. you have to say all of that over again. Why? Uh, You're messing. The power was off and it did that? Uh
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. They turned the power off. They disconnected it so that while they were getting his body out, it couldn't do any fucked up shit. And nonetheless, it rocketed to the top story of the elevator shaft. I don't know how. I'm not an elevator mechanic, but obviously they weren't planning on that. That's why they turned it off. That didn't work out. Wait. Does... Did you just tell me a ghost story? I mean, maybe... Don't get me started about elevator ghost stories. That's a whole other thing. Have you seen that movie Devil? No, I don't want to. Okay, all your research.
0: You you didn't come across it. No. Really? It's like. Hold on. What's it about? Okay, so it's basically there's five people, right? Mm-hmm. And they're in an elevator. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen this? It's been like. No. I feel like it's been super amped up with COVID because it's like always on. Every cable channel.
1: Oh wow! But is it newer or older?
0: Oh, it's older.
1: Um, okay, oh, I don't even
0: know when it came out. I probably should have looked that up. Anyways, there's like five people in an elevator, and like the lights turn off, and like when they come back on, like someone is dead.
1: Oh my god!
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It, it's bananas, but yeah, it's a, it's a horror. Yeah, no, that
1: never came out It's
0: a horror film it's- called The Devil. You should watch it.
1: I don't think I will. (laughs) No, I'm good. Um, So, yeah, elevator shot to the top. It turned out there was, as always, a history of issues with elevators made by a Swiss company named Schindler. There had been over 40 mechanical problems in two years with just the two Schindler elevators in that building. Yeah. And yeah, it was like this big Japanese public health crisis where everyone suddenly didn't trust elevators, which, I mean, fair enough. And so they took out the Schindler elevators and replaced them with Mitsubishi ones. Well, but I read a whole other totally unrelated article about basically the same shit happening with Mitsubishi elevators, so... Oh. Yeah. Ultimately, the accident was blamed on a failure in the braking system and poor maintenance, which is definitely a theme, which was evidenced by the loose bolts and worn brake pads discovered during the investigation, as well as a coding problem in the software. I'm a little disturbed by the thought of software uh in a 2006 computer like i I don't know i don't know i don't know why that freaks me out but it kind of does is it so
0: do you is it because like when you think elevator it's like old school mechanics and hydraulics that you're thinking of
1: yeah i just i don't like the thought that i guess somebody i'm not saying like this is not like a tinfoil hat moment i'm not saying i think this would happen i'm just creeped out by the fact that someone could like control it remotely maybe
0: well i'll tinfoil hat that
1: okay yeah it spooks me out so jesus yeah baby pandas weigh as much as a cup of tea (laughs) (laughs) chicks can communicate from inside their eggs wait really yeah. Housefly is always buzz an F key. That's, that's all I've got.
0: Oh my gosh. I need a musician to just play or a couple musicians to send us the F key on every, I want to hear F key on,
1: I mean, do you all have so instruments have like F that. keys? I'm not. I don't know. That That's a question for the audio guy. I don't know anything about that. My daughter caught a housefly and brought it to me the other day. Oh, that's
0: so cute. Did you see my she... post last night with
1: Ava? I don't think I saw one last night. What was it?
0: So we're sitting at dinner. Because we're in Louisiana, like, we have mosquitoes so bad. Yeah. It's bad. Like, you open the door and there's a hundred just chasing after you. Oh, didn't she ask you if they go to heaven? Yeah, she was having an important <sighs> question, Mom. And I was like, okay, shoot. And she was like, <sighs> Do mosquitoes go to heaven?
1: <laughs> God, she's such an angel baby. I love her.
0: Did Did you see... Um, I don't know. Gosh, I wish I knew who posted it. Someone was like, I just tell... And this is for Adelaide. That mosquitoes are around because they're a healthy diet for bats.
1: Oh. Isn't that full circle? That, the, yes. That's how Adelaide always thinks about things. She's really into the wildcrats right now and she she knows all kinds of weird circle of life shit. Aww. I love
0: it so much. This episode... I'm sorry, I lost myself in hysterics with the shaft stuff, but I won't get used to it ever. We We
1: needed that, probably.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and that was rough. And
0: breaking down the fourth wall was super cool
1: yeah from the future yeah podcasting is weird right yes we uh, i'm i'm going to mess everybody up if we don't start recording in order <laughs> we're going to do it we'll, we'll fe- we're
0: like i said we're learning or maybe this is just how it is and fucking deal with it yeah you know I mean, you know what it's like what oh my gosh we just did our own advertising for the next episode, it's it's almost like a... Dude, that's so meta. Like a commercial, right? Go to bed. This is going to break my brain in half. And I'm not going to be able to go to bed because
1: I'm going to be <laughs> dreaming about
0: elevators
1: oh, skyrocketing
0: to heaven with the mosquito <gasps> swarms.
1: Oh, my God. Fuck.
0: All right. Brian. Good night. I loved it. <laughs> hey, stay safe, everyone. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to support us further, you can find us at patreon.com slash Mark Podcast. There's a bunch of goodies on there, including shout outs, final stickers and bonus content. You can also catch us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Mark safe Podcast. Huge thanks to Joshua Hooper for our amazing podcast cover art and also to Dusty, Bo and Brandon for our incredible music intro. And thank you, our listeners, for sharing and subscribing. We hope you stay safe. See you later, my friends.